Hey, and thanks for tuning in. This is the Fit and Strong Show, Know Your Worth with Tony and Karen Hill, a new innovative talk show that covers real issues in health and fitness with real people, changing the world through health and fitness one life at a time. Hello and welcome to Fit and Strong Show. This is Karen Hill. This is a wake-up call. I would like to start off uh, by a part of a speech that was given February 25th, 2009 by Henry Kissinger to the World Health Organization Council on Eugenics. All right, so it's not 2020. It's not 2021, 2009. Here it goes. Please listen very carefully. Once the herd accepts mandatory vaccination, it's game over. They will accept anything forcible, blood or organ donation for the greater good. We can genetically modify children and sterilize them for the greater good. Control sheep minds and you control the herd. Vaccine makers stand to make billions, and many of you in this room are investors. It's a big win-win. We thin out the herd, and the herd pays us for extermination services. Did you hear it? Did you listen to it? Did you get it? Did you understand it? Are you upset? Are you waking up? So, and I have now a question. I have a question. So this is from 2009, but I'm going to ask you a question. We have a vaccine. We have a few vaccines, right? And in the beginning, they told us the efficacy. It works. Once you get it, uh, you're never going to have COVID. You're going to be protected. You're not going to transmit it. You're not going to wear masks. You're not, you're going to be free to do anything you want as long as you get vaccinated. And when doctors, virologists, professors, nutritionists like me talked about, no, this is not going to work this way. And this is going, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is not a, going to protect you and this and it was misinformation and then misinformation became fact so i have a question for you if you still need a booster after being fully vaccinated and you still need to get tested after being fully vaccinated and you still need to wear a mask after being fully vaccinated and you still can transmit the virus after being fully vaccinated. And you still can be hospitalized after being fully vaccinated. I believe today it's time for you to admit that you have been fully caught. Because it's just the way it is. What I want you to do is, it's not be against vaccines, doctors, hospitals, medications. That's not it. But I want you to question it, research it, do your own research. 
actually sometimes listen to different news from different countries, which I'm going to give you some examples today. You need to broaden your horizon. You need to look outside of your little box. So now Sweden uh, decided against COVID vaccination, COVID vaccination uh, for ages between 5 and 11. So they're not going to vaccinate 5 to 11. Denmark, England, Australia, Austria, I'm sorry, Australia is a prison. Austria is getting rid of all the COVID restrictions, even though the numbers are going up. So you have to ask yourself sometimes what's going on in different countries, how they're coping with it and everything. So maybe a week ago, I posted a poem, like, and it is author unknown, so I don't know who wrote it. I did not write it. So I posted this, which I'm going to read it to you. And then I got some messages from, and it was very interesting. So I'm going to tell you what the message I got and how I went about and started researching it and what I, ca what I came up with. So this is the poem. Mama, build me another world. A world with all my friends. A world where people have a whole faith. A world where my grandma stuffs me with apple pie again and takes me in her arms when I have a stomach ache. A world where I can play on the playground again. A world where I can celebrate my birthday again. Go to sports or music school. A world where people look forward to each other again and are not afraid of each other. A world in which I can be a normal child again. Because I, I'm sure this you know about that. Um, Depression, even young kids from six, seven, eight years old and up, it has tripled. Suicides are doubled. Our kids are in, in a big, big trouble. Big trouble. Why are they in big trouble? That's a different question and that's a different topic, but I want to say this. Usually, when an unex like a unexpected storm happens in life, it brings out the true problem. Meaning, let's say you have a house and everything looks really cool, nothing is happening, and then all of a sudden, um, a storm comes. It's a rainstorm, and if you have any issues on your roof, on the windows, then it will show. So with this pandemic happening, it really brought out the underlying issues with our kids, with our relationships, with our health, with our mental fitness. Everything was brought out. That's why 
kids are in trouble. So when I wrote this, I posted this. There was I have a former client and a good friend, but I haven't talked to her for a long time. At least probably I'm thinking eight to nine years, maybe. And he's from she's from Istanbul, Turkey, and also lived in England for a long time. And then they moved to Kenya. But I never really paid attention. I really never questioned. I never really, I really don't know anything about the country. So she wrote this under this post. And this made me kind of research. She said this. For those who say why I am raising my kid in Kenya, I will say this. Because we have no disease, no masks, children playing in the mud, no big pharma, whatever the soil gives, there is the sun, there is not one factory, there is no supermarket, no ready meals. Children are children, grandmothers are healthy, and on this forgotten corner where the world says, oh, it's a shame, actually is a paradise. Then I said, you know what? Wow, I didn't know. I really didn't know about, you know, I never said, you know, what's happening there with the COVID and this and that. I really never even thought. So I started researching. I looked at the numbers, the case numbers, which from the World Health Organization. So Kenya is 54 million people, right? And then I compare this with California. California is like almost like a country, right? It's 40 million people, 15 million less. That's it, 15 million less. So 54 million population had only 321,000 cases. California with 40 million population had 8,170,000 cases. I mean, it's not even double, triple, quadruple. It's like, oh my God, right? So the death, this whole pandemic uh, in Kenya, it was, which is more population, 5,500 deaths, right? California, which is less population, 79,634 which probably by today is over 80,000. So, I kind of came up with a reason. Couple of reasons. Uh, population, the terrain. The terrain is your own body, right? The terrain is your body. The ter terrain is healthy. They are, their body will heal because it's just a different lifestyle. So automatically, um, the death numbers are low because of the fact that the virus, normally you have 99.8% survival rate. So it means it doesn't really kill. It only kills people that has underlying conditions, which is metabolic syndromes, comorbidities, which is obesity. Uh, diabetes, hypertension, uh, fatty liver, hormonal issues, and all that stuff. 
So you have to look at the population, how their underlying health conditions are. So then I said, I wrote to her, I said, you know, can you give me some more information about the way you live in Kenya? So how does the kids live and what's happening over there? So she gave me some pointers. And this is what I say to people. And this is what uh, me and Tony's, uh, Tony and I's motto is. It's back to basic. We got to find our way back to our nature. Unfortunately, we are so far away from our nature in United States or in rich countries, so-called rich countries, but we are actually so poor, so poor. We are so poor in our richness. And the countries that we think are poor financially, and I'm going to read some stuff to you, but they are so rich, so rich. So let me read you some information that she has given me. She says, the day is getting dark at 6.30 as day and night are equal here. So 6.30 is the sunrise and 6.30 at night is the sunset. It's just like this. Children do not go to school depressed or reluctant at a time opposite to their circadian cycle in the pitch dark like in Istanbul or London. That's what happens, unfortunately. The, the school because it's so dark in the morning and the, you know with the time changes and everything uh, the kids go to school like in the pitch dark it's literally dark when they go so this is what she say when they go to school the lesson starts at 7:30 and after lunch which is 12:30 listen to this at 12:30 there is no class only sports because their minds are clear and their perceptions are considered strong in the morning. Oh my God, right? They play, they play cricket, hockey, football, art, drama, and music until school ends at 3.30. It takes 30 minutes maximum to come home because there is no traffic and the school actually is far away. And they go to the sports, they go sports again. They play football and all that stuff and three uh, to four hours a day. There is, listen to this, there is no option to not to do sports because it is a good upper level school that her kid is attending. Um, dinner is eaten at six at the latest because it's getting dark and the body is dependent on it. This is a tradition and the children are in bed at 7.30 and we are in bed at 9.30. Actually, this is our nature. This is how it should be. Let's continue. Schools pay great attention to nutrition, especially for our children. Uh, as I mentioned before, the air is very clean since there is no industrialization or factory around. There is no heating system. 
during the day, it's around 74 degrees. During the night, it's 52 degrees. We sleep with a duvet, but with the window open, we are always oxygenated. Cheese, cornflakes, ice cream, frozen food, and packaged products from abroad are very expensive. So we consume local products, which is just the opposite in the United States. If you want to buy fast food, it's very cheap. Very cheap. But if you want to buy good food, it's very expensive. And in Kenya, it seems like it's just the opposite. Which, let's see, he, she tells me, let's see, I actually have some numbers here. Uh, I'm reading it to you. It, it says, a medium-sized Domino's nonsense pizza is $20. McDonald's, likewise. A menu is between $15 to $25. So if there is a very important celebration, most of the families see it like a reward. So it's very, very interesting. Um, there's no apartments. We live in houses. Uh, so we live as mothers and fathers who have adopted to the life for children. Instead of sitting with an iPad in their hands, we carry children from both arms to sports and they become stronger. They become stronger. And then I said, okay, I got to check their education level. You know, how do they do in the world? right Kenya so we are like we when we have this African uh, country in our minds I don't think we're thinking um so highly about it like you know oh my god you know it's Kenya it's Africa it's like you know we have different perspective so in 2017 the World Econ Economic Forum rated Kenya's education system as the strongest on the African continent in 2018, the World Bank ranked Kenya the top African country for education outcomes as of August 6, 2020. My point is, my point is, in order, in, I don't know how to explain this, but my point is, our, the new generation is crumbling. It's just literally, literally crumbling because we have not done our jobs. Because the reason why our kids are crumbling because the parents are crumbling. So the homes are crumbling. They're not healthy. They're not strong mentally, physically, emotionally. So this kind of generation and including the parents, hey, extremely easy to control, extremely easy to manipulate, extremely easy for you to sit back and listen to the TV and believe everything you hear. It's, you got to take charge. I just want you to open your eyes, open your ears, and do your job. Do your job. And um, as America, we say it's the best country in the world, which is, it is, but we're losing, we're losing because we don't appreciate it, 
I also um, was talking to my son. I go, you know, this, you know, the depression has happened to these young kids, and everybody was at home. There was no social life. There was no friendship. Everybody was on Zoom and whatever. And he did the same thing. He's my youngest, twenty years old. And I asked him. I said, "So, tell me, how did you cope? How did you do it? You know, like, tell me." And well, he said, this. "He said, Mom." We lived in Turkey for seven years, and if I can handle that, and if I was able to manage to live and adjust, I can do anything. And it is true. And then, of course, he gives me another example yesterday, which、uh, I would like to share it with you. And it, this is unfortunately, this is the reality of our. American life. So he works、uh, at the airport, and he has coworkers, and he came home so frustrated. He is the youngest.、Uh, he's he ha- he was the lead of the job, and he had probably five six people with him. I don't know, and they're older than him. And he's saying, you know, we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this. He said, Mom, I have. I can't believe how much they complained, how minimal they wanted to do, how much they were on their phone, and I had to do everything. And when I told them to do this, they were like complaining. And I don't understand. They have this mentality of、um, I, I do want to do minimal, complain. Entitlement, and they said they have, they have like this is like the easiest job ever. I don't understand why they complain. They get paid well, and we just have to do a job. And they're older than me. They have like thirties. They have kids, wife, home. And he goes, I don't get it. And I said, Well, this is why we are in this situation. I'm telling you guys. You need to get out of your comfort zone. You need to get out of your little box. And we might have cars. We might have garages. We might have big homes and big streets and some human rights. But we are so poor. We are so. It's just sad. That's why I want you to guys appreciate what you have. I come from another country. You gotta appreciate this country and the freedom that we have, the rights we have, and we are giving it away. We are literally giving everything away, but we are also giving all our health away, emotional well-being away. We are. You gotta. It just came to my mind. You have to find this movie. It's called. It's a cartoon. It came in and left very quickly. It's called Wally, and you have to find this Wally, and it's about a robot and the Earth that has finished and all. You just gotta watch that. And we are in that situation. And the other movie that I would like you to see it's、um, Do Not Look Up. 
So this is it for me today. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit and Strong Show, Know Your Worth with Tony and Karen. Please like, rate, and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. And feel free to visit us at tkfit.expert. If you have questions or suggestions for a future show, Karen at theburnfitness.com or Tony at theburnfitness.com. And we'll see you next time.